So if children feel anxious or they feel uh, worried about the situation, sometimes they can manifest really negative behaviours as an expression of that. <laughs>
All right, the, the people that actually know what they're talking about, the official sites, the, the, the statistics that will give you the true picture is the best place to make informed decisions. If you're getting all of your information from the media, I mean, one, the media is always going for the headline. They're always going for the clickbait. So they are never going to give you an authentically uh, balanced story. And social media, well, you know, we don't have to talk about that. You know that there's a whole bunch of people on social media that are spreading misinformation and they're also spreading fear and panic and you don't need to buy into that. So what I would encourage you is if you're having trouble managing yourself, turn off the, the, the channels and the medium, uh, media outlets that are actually causing you to feel anxious. Turn them off. You don't need it. Just tune in to the stuff that uh, gives you the facts, gives you the official uh, updates and progress reports, and you will feel less anxious about your situation. So that's the first one. L is lead yourself well. Okay, the second one is encourage a view of hope. So when you're in the classroom and you're going to have kids that are asking you about the situation or they're going to be asking you about schools, they're going to be asking you about social distancing and coronavirus and what's going to happen, you know... If you learn to encourage them with hope, encourage them with optimism, then what you will find is they will feel more relaxed because kids trust adults. And, and if adults are using that trust wisely where they're actually communicating hope, not doom and gloom, not panic, not negativity, the kids will actually buy into that. And so if you want calm kids in your class, if you want kids that are not acting up because they're anxious or they're fearful, then you be the person that encourages hope in your classroom. Speak optimistically, speak positively, focus on the things that can be controlled, focus on the things that are good and try to avoid the negative stuff that gets in the way of uh, encouraging hope. So that's number two. One, lead yourself. Two, encourage hope. The third one is attitude. Manage your attitude and manage the kid's attitude. Attitude really feeds the way that we act. The way you think causes your emotions to either escalate or de-escalate. Manage the way you think and help your children to manage the way they think. And the best way to do that is the way in which you engage in topics. So if kids are talking about stuff that maybe is a little bit negative or they're a little bit scared or a little bit anxious, if you reframe the situation in a way that helps them to think of it positively, uh, it, it will actually help them. So let, let me give you an example of that. You know, let's say uh, a child comes in and says, oh, we're all going to die. Okay, well, that's a very easy one. We can say, look, I, I know it's scary. I know that it feels like there's a lot going on and a lot of people are getting sick. But the good news is there's actually not many people dying at all. In Australia, we've only had seven deaths out of you know 1,500 cases at, at the time of uh, the recording of this. Now, it's very sad for those people that have died, but it's not everybody's dying. A very, very small number of people are dying. And so we don't actually have to be as fearful as we might think. And if we talk like that with kids, what will happen is it'll shift their perspective. It'll shift their attitude. When their attitude starts to change, their actions start to change. A person who feels backed into a corner, who feels powerless, who feels overwhelmed, who feels scared, actually acts out in ways that are really harmful and detrimental to their community environments. And so you've got to really be making sure you manage their attitude and manage your own attitude too. If you have trouble, uh, the way that you think about 
problems and the way you handle your stress in your head, you've got to tell yourself a different story. If you want more information on this, look up cognitive behavior therapy. This is basically a way of managing your mindset. Uh, if you have a tendency of going down paths that are um, you know, negative, you can actually change the questioning by saying something as simple as, is that thought true? If it's not true, what's a different way of looking at it? Uh, that's a really basic version of cognitive behavior therapy. But basically, you've got to challenge your thoughts, challenge the thoughts of your kids if they are tending towards negativity or tending towards panic or hysteria. Challenge the thought. Is that true? And the last thing is D, is to be uh, to have a clear direction. Okay, direction is what I was going for. So L is lead yourself. E is encourage hope. A is attitude. Manage your attitude. And the last one is D for direction. Have a clear direction. When you are in your class, don't come in unprepared. When you're in your class, don't come in flustered, not knowing what you're doing. I know there's a lot of changes. I know some of it you're having to fly by the seat of your pants, but you need to look like you know what you're doing and you know where you're going. Be decisive in the way that you teach. Walk into the classroom and very clearly state, today this is what we are going to do. This is how we're going to manage our situation. This is what we're going to achieve. Be very decisive about where you're going and you will find that kids actually calm down because when an adult is clear about where they are going, kids feel safe. Kids feel very unsafe when adults are confused or befuddled or don't know where they're going. And so it's really important that you really take charge of this situation in positive ways. Lead yourself. Keep your emotions in check. Uh, encourage hope. Turn kids um, towards the potential of good. Manage attitude. Question the thoughts that tend towards hysteria or negativity. And be decisive in your direction so that kids know exactly where they're going and they know that you are in control. That's my four tips of how to teach kids during a crisis, or maybe it's how to lead people during a crisis, whatever it might be. You can use this in your family. You can use this in your staff team. But uh, my hope for you is that you will come through this better for it, that you will learn more about yourself, that you will learn more about the kids that you teach, and that when it's all said and done and we look back on this experience, we'll say, hey, you know what? We got better for it. We were stronger for it. We uh, learned to innovate. We learned to be uh, grow in ourselves. And uh, the coronavirus has just been an opportunity to actually grow and extend our own capacity. I wish you well. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Uh, you know, keep your distance wherever possible. And uh, be positive and be hopeful because I really believe that we're all going to come through this just fine. So hang in there. And until next time, I'm Tarun. Thanks so much for tuning in. I hope you got a ton of value out of that. Don't forget to like, comment, and share with somebody who you think will benefit. We've got a range of online courses, workshops, and also bespoke training for schools and teachers. So if you'd like to find out more, click on the link karmaclassrooms.today and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and your favorite podcasting app. Until next time, I'm Tarun Stevenson for Karma Classrooms.